Hello, hey, hi, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Mindset to Mike, back at you, episode number ocho. That's eight in English. Bro, uh, it's Jimmy on this side. It's nine. We are, damn. <laughs> Why do I mess that up every week, dude? <laughs> it's the Spanish. You don't want to be it, bro. You don't want it. Maybe I'm not. Maybe the seven ain't and seven percent Spain is Spain uh Portugal ain't you're, you're only seven percent, you can't go like past seven in your Spanish. God, that's it. Yeah, dude. You, if you were if you were eight or nine percent, then you could keep going, but you're not. So you're done. You capped out. I'm you know what I'm gonna do? I am gonna drink like a mojito and then I'll take that test again. <laughs> So, all right, anyways, we're keeping this in. This is episode number nine. I don't care what that is in any other language because all you listeners are English. You regular-ass listeners. Anyway, Jimmy over here in Akron, Ohio, back at you. What's up, everybody? It's Drew here. Welcome back. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Before we get it kicked off, quick shout-out to Mr. Brendan Neal for winning the little contest we did there for shares. He won the uh, trans. Sending Waves journal we've been using, which um, I guess a quick check-in is fucking sweet. Yes. Love it. Yeah, man. I, I will tell you what I'm I'm finding is, um, like, obviously it helps to write it down, but I have to still make a point of keeping it, like, in front of me throughout the day. Yeah. Like, I, yeah. That's the same thing for me. Like, when I travel and stuff, it's like, if I don't have it, like, out, sitting out, it's like it's easy to forget, but you're like you know, and it's I know it's getting easier to easier to do the more I do it, but the pages are filling up a lot more than they did at the beginning too, because it's just forcing you to kind of think things a little deeper. Yeah, same here. It um, I've been trying to keep it like on my desk at work or just in in kind of in sight, so I it, it's a trigger to remember. It is definitely getting easier and filling in the pages for sure. Like um, you know, like, like three things you're grateful for to fill that out every morning and be like, um, be legit about it, you know, and not yeah. just phone in the answers like, Oh, you know, every day I could put, you know, Elliot, Lucy and my friend fucking Andy, but like <laughs> to really have to try to really put some thought into it. And, um, you know, the other day, uh, I was, I was struggling, dude. I had two and I'm like, I know I'm, I'm grateful for something, you know, I got more than two things I'm grateful for. Like cliche about it, you know, but I mean, it, in the simplest form, that is, it's a valid, you could use that every day and that's super valid, you know, but especially the straight the up and that's okay. Yeah. The third one you said for sure. Yes. Yeah, so I was sitting there and I, I was looking for a third and I was, I was sitting at the kitchen counter and it was morning before work. It was nice out already, which is rare around here. And, uh, and like there's, when I wake up, when my alarm goes off every morning, I usually wake up like before my alarm goes off and I, there's at least for the last couple of months, there's birds chirping. And I don't pay much attention to it other than I, you know, I notice it's kind of cool, but I'm just worried about going back to sleep till my alarm goes off. <laughs> but, uh, 
<laughs> so I was sitting at the kitchen counter and I was trying to think of the third one and uh, the birds were like going crazy. We had a bird's nest right outside of our kitchen window. The birds were going crazy chirping. And then that, that just made me think like, I'm sitting here trying to think of something I'm grateful for, but I'm sitting like in the kitchen of my house and I have the ability to have a fucking bird's nest and listen to birds. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I'm in a position where I could be in my home, in my kitchen in the morning. That's enough right there to be grateful for. Right. You could be a bird, bro, but you're not. You're a human. A bird brain. Bird don't brain. even say what I, I don't even say what I, I already know you're thinking that got a bird body or something. I won't put your chest out there, bro. <laughs> Here we go. I knew it, dude. <laughs> Anyway, um, shout out to Brendan Neal for getting all the shares and likes. And, yeah, I appreciate um, thanks that, that, for sure. Th- thanks to everybody else who participated also. Um, we're going to do more stuff like that too, for sure. So getting into it, let, we'll do a little uh, book check-in before we get into the, the main topics of this week. You want to go first? Yeah, so I was reading the book, um, Never Split the Difference by Chris loss and uh what the part that i'm at i just recently finished up was um part it's part of negotiation right so um triggering the that's right response so getting your person you're negotiating with to say that's right basically agreeing to whatever you label them as or label the situation as um, they agree to it so you're accurately describing their feelings in, in, in the situation as a whole. That makes them feel like super validated. Like, and then from there, they're like, okay, he gets me. He understands me. You know, I can trust him. You know I mean? thought that, that was a pretty, pretty useful tool. And then um, another, that chapter kind of rolled into one that's kind of like bending that reality. And a good quote that I took from that, or a good portion of that is loss aversion. So people are triggered more by fear of loss than they are the vision of success. So if they feel they're going to lose something, they're more likely to act upon it, you know, other than seeking out like, Oh, that's going to be cool when it happens. You know, if you feel like you're going to lose, oh, something, yeah. it puts things into action like immediately for you, you know? Yeah. It's like uh, fight or flight almost. Exactly. So just kind of spinning the conversation to where, you know, it bends the reality on, on expectations and, and, you know, circling back and saying, Hey, if you know, this is the opportunity, if you don't do this, then these could be the consequences. And it kind of motivates them to, to look at the deal as a whole and kind of from a different angle. So That's, have you, have, have you tried, um, like, have you tried to do any of this? Like, oh, dude, test yeah. So life? yeah, this, uh, this is pretty funny. Uh, I was in Kansas city for the wedding. Uh, uh, two weekends ago and um we were we were i was with the wedding party we were on the the bus going back to the hotel after the reception and everyone wanted to stop at the bar so everyone gets off this bus and there's a massive line outside you know to this this club this bar whatever and uh they're charging five dollars at the door and i was like i told the, the first guy i was like let me go first so i went up to the bouncer i was like look dude we got like 20 some people you know is there any way that we we don't have to pay to get in he's like uh no it's five dollars ahead i was like we're gonna spend a lot of money you know we could we could take all these people and go somewhere else like you know we're here to have a good time we're gonna spend money he said stand right there and start counting them out so i started counting everyone that walked through they, they were trying to give the dude money and they're like no i was like keep your money just keep moving you know so i count there's like 20 something of us he's like 
just just give me 50 bucks so we saved like nice and all, everyone in there was like trying to buy me a drink you know and from yeah. I, I just saved them five dollars you know but it, for me, what five dollars isn't that big of a deal, but I just saw an opportunity, you know, and I thought I was like, man, I've been reading all this the negotiation stuff. I'm like, let's just, what's the worst that could happen? You know, he says no, and then we, yeah. Start. So you know, I kind of just put it out there, like we have way more value than your your five dollar at the door. We're gonna spend way more than that inside if you let us in at a discount. That's in one more drink that we could buy or whatever, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Nice. Let's forget his little his little forgive my french for uh, my french spanish but his little bitch ass five dollars <laughs> you know so that that's um that's kind of the last chapter i wrapped up as uh bending their reality a little bit it's just kind of changing the story nice which that that actually kind of leads into what we're going to talk about a little later what? foreshadowing uh so i'm still reading jordan b peterson 12 rules for life um and uh man it's funny uh a guy a, a kid actually a young kid at work that works for me he's reading this too right now and um i was feeling like i'm i'm like i'm not making much progress in this book i'm like in the middle of chapter two and um and i keep checking in with him because he's somebody who consumes this kind of stuff all the time so i'm like where are you at on this book man and he was like i don't really want to talk about it i'm like what do you mean He's like, dude, it's a hard read. And I, I thought it was just me. And when I, um, so Jordan Peterson is a clinical, clinical psychologist. He's been a professor, all this stuff. If you've checked him out, we talked about him before. Really interesting dude. Um, talks at a really high level, but he has a, uh, like a neat Canadian accent. So he's easy, really easy to listen to. And when he was talking about this book, Jordan Peterson, when I was, which would spur me to get it, this is his second book. And he said that his first book is almost unreadable. Because really? he, he it, it's so complicated to read, it's almost unreadable. So he's like, this one is much, much better. And uh, which is funny because this one is tough, dude. So I can't <laughs> even imagine the other one. But um, it, it's just really tough. You have to, you have to really be totally focused. There's no skimming in this book at all. But anyway, so I had mentioned before that the first chapter was, uh, I think it's stand up straight with your shoulders back. Uh, it's rule number one. And, um, it, you know, I talked about it's, um, if you, the more confidence you exude, the more serotonin in your brain, um, the more, the more confident you get. And then everything about you being more confident physically, um, scientifically inside of you. And also like just in public with other people, your interactions, everything gets better and better. So, um, to, it's kind of tough to explain. So I highlighted a little piece here. I'll read. It's just a quick paragraph that kind of sums it up um if you slump around with the same bearing that characterizes a defeated lobster or person people will assign you a lower status so you're walking around like you're already defeated and you're sad people that see you just assume already that you're a loser for lack of better words um and the old counter that you share with the crustaceans see what i'm talking about get a little complicated <laughs> on you boys who's crusty um, <laughs> <laughs> these crusty Haitians. You don't want feet. So the the you have he talks about this counter that you have in your brain that 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 gives you a dominance number, and, and the more the more confident you are, the higher your dominance number. So 
relative to other people. So sitting at the very base of your brain, that counter will assign you a low dominance number if you are slumping around. Then your brain, as a reaction, will not produce as much serotonin. This will make you less happy, more anxious and sad, and more likely to back down when you should stand up for yourself. It'll also decrease the probability that you'll get to live in a good neighborhood, have access to the highest quality resources, obtain a healthy, desirable mate. It will render you more likely to abuse cocaine and alcohol as you live for the present in a world full of uncertain futures. It will increase your susceptibility to heart disease, cancer, and dementia. All in all, clearly not good. Um, But circumstances change, so can you. If your posture is poor, for example, if you slump, shoulders forward and rounded, chest tucked in, head down, looking small, defeated, and ineffectual, uh, then you will feel small, defeated, and ineffectual. The reactions of others will amplify that. People like, like lobsters size each other up, partly in consequence of stance. If you present yourself as defeated, people will react to you as if you are losing. If you, if you start to straighten up, people will look at and treat you differently. Which is so real, dude. Yeah, I was just going to say, and I think any, anyone, everyone can recognize that. You know, if you look at communication as a whole, like 80% of any communication is, is tone and body language. And you could tell like when you're talking to someone whether or not they're actually paying attention or, you know, or they, they're not into the conversation, you know, just by the way, they're not, they're, you know, not even saying anything back, but you could just tell by the, the way they look, you know, it's just, that makes total sense, man. I get it. Yeah, if if you feel like, and it's on every every level, every even thing. If you feel like you're not an interesting person, try telling a story, and you already don't feel like you're interested. You're interesting. People are going to be like, you know what I mean? You're, cool you're, story, you you tell shitty stories. <laughs> exactly, you tell crappy stories because you you emote poorly because you feel that about yourself. Mm-hmm. So, um, I loved it, man. I love this chapter. He obviously went in way more detail than that. Yeah, it sounds um, like. Um, I mean, he's back at everything. Obviously, he's a scientific dude so he's going to go into mad detail but i think i think we can all understand the gist of it just in our day-to-day we can recognize you know body body function and language with other people interacting with other people yeah and it 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 kind of goes into um you know it leads kind of into manifestation which we've talked about you know if you you are confident if you present yourself as as successful odds are you'll be successful everybody knows those people who do really really well but have no talent but you know they do you know you see them in a suit they look good they're doing this you know they're successful but you know when you really know them you're like why are they so successful like i you know i i could do that but it's just they just emote that man they are that they yeah be it first yeah everything else comes comes along with it yeah so Another, another quick thing that he talked about in this one, and I don't, I, I'm losing track of where it fit into that whole thing, but it was kind of the, the, when you're, when you're negative, um, you, it triggers more, you're more likely to be, have anxiety and be sad, blah, blah, blah. But he talks about a positive feedback loop. So something bad happens to you. You do something that isn't necessarily the best for you to make yourself feel better, but that also makes you feel bad. So then, when something else bad happens to you, you feel like you have to do the same other shitty thing to make you feel better. So um, uh, I know that may not make much sense, but the, the one loop he talked about that made it really clear was people with anxiety, people with high levels of anxiety, a lot of them tend to drink, right? Yeah. You're, you're anxious, you have anxiety about all these different things, so you drink because that takes the edge off. That makes you a little less anxious, makes you feel comfortable rather than being anxious. Well, 
The next step from that is a hangover, right? So you were anxious, you drank to feel better. Now you have a hangover. So you went from negative, positive, negative. So that, that's, it's not okay, but, but it's kind of okay. Where it becomes a problem and where it turns into full-blown alcoholism in a positive feedback loop is you drink to recover from the hangover. Right. So, so you've had anxiety, you drank to fix that, that caused the hangover. Once you learn that you can drink and fix that, you feel better, you get anxious again. You need to drink. Yeah. You hang over again. It's this loop that never ends. And that next thing you know, you're a full-blown alcoholic. But you, that can apply to so many different things. But that was the one example, you know, not just alcoholism. That was the one example he used that was like, whoa. Yeah, I mean, people people go through tough times. And if, if they don't process it correctly, you know, and instill and, and positivity, it just goes to, then they get the negative self-talk and then you know they do something or they they turn down opportunity because they feel they're not worthy and then you know just like i can see that loop happening and, and it's just about anything you, you do you know and then you're stuck you're stuck yep. in the loop which is not good mm-hmm. yeah so that's uh i'm in the middle of um rule two now um i'm not in far enough to really even spoil it for you but it's called uh treat yourself like someone you are responsible for helping um, which it, it's interesting. I mean, in the very first paragraph, they just talk about how, um, like they poll these physicians and, and then they poll people who, who people who prescribe medicine and people who take it. And you would not believe the amount of people who don't take the medicine they're prescribed the right way. Yeah. So that that's going to lead into, you know, you, you don't care about yourself. You care right. about all this other stuff. Right. You don't care about literally the the most important thing. And that's where, yeah, it's where it has to start. How can you how can you expect to care about anyone else to your full potential if you don't take care of yourself first, right? Yeah. The the, the first heading is why won't you just take your damn pills? <laughs> Which uh, <laughs> it's good, man. I, I I'm liking the book so far. Like I said, it's a tough read. Um, it's it's just a lot of, uh, for lack of sounding stupid, it's a lot of big words. I mean, he's a clinical psychologist and he talks like it. He tries to dumb it down as much as he can, but, um, it's hard a little, I, yeah, for sure. So that's the book update. I'm right. drinking a little, little, little beer right now, Andy. I'm drinking a great wow, lake spring Oktoberfest. The, the cycle, bro. You're going to wake up hungover. You drink a beer before work and then you're going to be hungover. <laughs> you're gonna drink a beer on your lunch break. <laughs> put a vodka in my water bottle just get nasty with it it's going to the the desk drawer at 10 a.m boy yeah i couldn't i couldn't be that dude i get out of control when i'm drunk i'd be talking to everybody about everything you would be able to stop me boy (laughs) emails could tell me i'm not the president (laughs) (laughs) i am all right so So we're going to talk real quick. We talked about this before, um, but I figured now would be a good time since we got these journals going on. We both have our vision boards up. Um, so I figured we could talk about our daily affirmations a little bit. And, um, and then I think we can show everybody pictures of what we're actually using. So you have an idea rather than just hearing us talk about it. You can see what we're actually doing. Um, to, uh, walk the mother freaking walk, dude. So, Daily affirmations. This is uh, clearly daily. I gave it away when I said the word daily. That means it happens every day. Whoa! You even got it. You don't even. You don't got to speak another language to even understand that. Hold on, real quick. Listen to this. This is like a stoner thought I had. 
but I'm not, I'm not a stoner by any means. I don't, <laughs> I, I don't use, I don't use marijuanas. I don't use pots. So, but I had this thought because of Elliot, right? Think, think about how heavy this is. Okay. So he, an example, I have a green ball, right? And I'm showing Elliot. I'm like, ball, 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 you know, trying to teach him that it's a ball. So he, he, in his mind, he's, he's trying to learn that, right? So at some point, not yet, at some point he'll go ball, right? He'll be able to say it back. And, and even before that, he'll probably identify that that's a ball. Yeah. Just like a dog would when you say, go get the ball, the dog knows what it is, right? So a, a, a kid, a little baby, their mind, they don't know anything, zero, nothing. So you're telling them, look at this, this is a ball. So once they grasp that, this thing my dad's holding up is a ball. Then you say, this is green, right? It's a green ball, green. They have to... They have to first of all be like, bro, you said it's a ball. Yeah, wait a minute. What is so it? th- it's so interesting to me that something has to flip in their brain that says a thing can be more than one thing. Yeah. yeah. Right? So, and then it's round. Yeah. So you're like, you got to, as a baby, you got to be like, bruh, what is it? <laughs> Tell me. It can't be all this different shit. I don't understand. <laughs> Are you my dad? Are you my mom? Like, what are you? Who are you to me? Yeah. It, it's got, that's just so incredible to me that the brain just does that. Like it, it just gets it at some point, which is wild. And cause it, it, me saying like, this is green and the ball to a 10 month old doesn't, you know, doesn't mean anything, but something's going to click and it just, and it does for everybody. That, that blows my mind. Yeah. We're pretty fascinating, man. Now, this is kind of off topic too, but, um, I started doing stuff with my left hand. Have you ever have you ever done like, that? Like brush my teeth. Like on purpose? Yeah. Ugh, dude, no. It's supposed to, but no, I, I um, it's supposed to like grow the, your... the other side of your brain. Oh, it helps you like connect the two, like the creative side versus logical side or whatever. So I started like brushing my teeth like left-handed, or I'll, when I when I go to the gym I'll, and shoot hoops, I'll um, I'll spend like the first twenty minutes like shooting left-handed do everything left-handed and i respect what you're doing but i feel bad for kate and the people on your team and playing basketball because your breath has got to smell like absolute garbage brushing with no, that no, glass left I, do, got. I do it like straight up like i normally do but then i switch switch the, uh, no you're not double dipping dude you're uh, you're yeah, strictly lefty no then i'll have a, uh, <laughs> a yellow ass tooth somewhere but um yeah man I, I I just came across that. Uh, there's a guy. What are you doing? <laughs> My it was all freaking out, man. It, you dropped out for a minute, and it, uh, so I couldn't hear you. You were like frozen. And I was trying to get off my Wi-Fi, but I'm, I'm back. All right, but yeah, man, I heard it. Uh, it helps like grow the uh, the other side of the brain. <laughs> I'm getting off Wi-Fi, dude. Hold on. So, so like you're saying is big dick Dudley. Uh, all right, hold on, man. I can't see you now. That's on you, man. There you go. All right, we're back. My bad, everybody, for that little technical <laughs> difficulty. I first and foremost, I signed into the we're using a new a new app this time. It's it's video, which is pretty cool. So we should flow a little better. Um, but I'm Drew was freezing because he he's um you know he lives in a house with thirty five people 
it's like a shelter type thing. And um, they all use those same Wi-Fi and it's not even real Wi-Fi. It's a hotspot off his uh, work computer. So um, yeah, I'm just kidding. Our None of that's real. Jimmy's bird chest. There we go. <laughs> so anyway, all right, we're back. Um, derail big time, but yeah. we're talking affirmations. So what is a daily affirmation? Here's, I'm going to give you the definition. Daily affirmations, simple, positive statements declaring specific goals like they have been completed, which um, it, it kind of is, is manifestation in a way, but that's what I love most about it. And it, it's, it was kind of uncomfortable when I started this yeah. um, because, you know, before we got these journals, I heard about it from that dude, Kevin, uh, blah, 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 whatever, on Drama's podcast, which I'm listening to another one with that dude. And he's like not even a really popular guy, but um, like doesn't have a ton of followers or anything, but he's been on a few of Drama's podcasts because he just gets like millions of views on each one because the dude is like, he's just really good at this stuff. And when he introduced it as, as saying things like they have been completed, I'm like, it's a little weird, yeah. but it feels weird at first. But what, what feels more, most weird to me is identifying what those things are going to be. Yeah, I agree. And uh, what stuck out to me the most, it's, it's, it has to be something that's, that's present or, you know, future related. So like you're saying, like if you were to say, I will be successful one day, you know, that doesn't really do anything for you. You have to say, nope. I am successful or I am this, like. That's know. exactly right. And yeah, it's so the, fun the difference between positive self-talk and then affirmations themselves. Yep. I'm glad you pointed that out. That is totally the difference. Self-talk is, is, you know, I'm, is the, I'm going to be kind of thing. But, um, but it's funny how this ties in. Cause even where I was just talking about from this Jordan Peterson book, um, look the part, right. You know what I mean? Like just yeah. be, I am, uh, I, you know, whatever it may be, I am this. And, and you just pound that into your head and it's got an unbelievable effect on your conscious and subconscious mind. Um, and a, a good way to put it is kind of wishful thinking, right. but it, it's like these things have already, have already, um, happened. So, um, what we're doing with this journal is, and what's really important is to write them down daily and not just say them, but write them down. Cause we, right. we talked about that. The power of actually putting pen to paper and writing something down is, is unbelievable. And, and it may sound stupid if you haven't done it, but you got to just do it. Yeah. Yeah. You tell yourself an extra time every time you write it down and you're reading it while you're writing it. So it's like constantly instilled in your brain. <clears throat> yep. And, and daily. So write it down and keep it in front of you, which is why this stuff is, you know, um, good to have on your vision board because it's in front of you. You just want constant reminders of this kind of stuff. And then what happens is everything you do, it is, is in that direction. And we've talked about that before as well. So if I'm saying, you know, um, a good, his good, a good example he had was, um, I, um, and I use one pretty similar, but his was, I, um, I easily, uh, easily and effortlessly earn $20,000 a month. That was one of his first ones that he had. And, um, actually it was, I easily and are, I effortlessly earn one of those words easily or effortlessly earn 20,000 a month and drive a very specific kind of BMW, yeah. which was, which was like his first one. We got introduced to doing these daily affirmations. Fast forward a couple months later, he gets this job opportunity, an offer for this real estate job. 
And the guy says, um, you know, there was no, there was no like signing bonuses or anything to this job. The guy offers him a job and it's making not, not a ton of money. Well, he says, I, I can't take the position, he, but he goes back to the guy and says, I can't take it. But what I can do um, is, is I would accept a $20,000 signing bonus um, or it, you, or it was, I'm trying to get this exactly right. Maybe it was, it was just straight up. Uh, I, 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 I need 20,000 a month. And as a signing bonus, that's what it was. I need this BMW, very specific black rims, boom, 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 custom this, this, this. And, um, the guy's like, not a, not a chance in hell, dude. Like I'm giving you, I'm offering you five grand a month. What are you talking about? So he, he just re- responded with, look, here's what I'm going to bring to the table. Not only am I going to, am I going to sell houses? I'm going to sell X amount of houses a month and bring you X amount of income of revenue. Um, of that revenue, you're going to make this, this, and this. And on top of that, I'm going to bring this whole life coaching thing that I do to the table. I'm going to have my own team. You're going to assign me eight people. And, and at the end of whatever it is, 90 days, they will all be making XXX in revenue. Yeah. And he had, he had no like history of, the, of, of like, you know, selling mad houses. He was doing okay. But so he just exuded that, right? He was, went at it confident. He was that guy. This is what I need from you. And uh, the dude initially said no, right? A couple weeks go by. Dude calls him up and he's like, hey, we, the, is that offer still on the table? You know, and he's kind of like, what? And he's like, you know, for 20 grand a month in that car, um, would you take the job? And he's like, you know, yeah, I, hell yeah, I take the job. And he's like, all right, well, he's like, uh, he's like, here's, here's a number or here's this website um, or here's a paper, whatever it was. And it was, and he sent him the paper and it was to customize your BMW, that model. Oh, wow. So, check for these rims, check for this and that, which was like unheard of. And uh, he got, he got it all. He got every piece of it. So clearly, you know, everything he did by telling himself that, that every day for months, you know, that didn't just, he didn't just get it because he did that, but everything he was doing in that time, he was grinding, selling houses. He was selling more and more and more, which put him in an opportunity to even have that opportunity. Right. Yeah. It it frames your mindset to, to start going down that path and you'll, you'll start putting in the work, you know, cause you're telling yourself that. Hell yeah. I think, I think just affirmations in a whole, as, as a whole will improve your quality of life in any situation. You know, if something bad happens, you can tell yourself, I am calm. I am, everything's going to be fine. Like, you know, just, just on the, on the most minute scale could be very beneficial and, and like change your whole well being overall. Hell yeah. And all, all hyper successful people do this. If you just do a little bit of research. Into, it is weird yeah. though. It, it certainly is. So I think we're, we're, most people are their biggest critics in a lot of cases. So, I mean, just telling yourself random shit in the mirror and writing stuff down that it is, it's kind of odd, but it's, yeah. it's, it's building that mindset. It's building, you know, the confidence and the confidence and everything that comes along with it. And the belief that you can achieve those things. Yeah, and who's to tell you that you can't, right? Who's to tell you that you're not a life coach? Who's to tell you that you're not, you know, going to make 50000 a month or whatever it is, you know? No one can do it. Like you, you know what I mean? You're nailing it. And the, you know, it's funny. You think about somebody who, you know, just somebody who's working in a warehouse or whatever, right? You would think it for, as an affirmation, if they were to say, I make $10,000 a month 
in your mind, if, I, if I'm that guy and I'm in the warehouse and I'm making 12 bucks an hour, telling myself every morning I make $10,000 a month, that's probably that you got to get over the hump of not even being able to do that. Because the first time you do it, it's like, yeah, right. You know, I'm yeah. so far away from that. I'm not, you know, I'm there's awesome. no I'm way. Right. Yeah, yeah. I sound like an idiot even saying this, yeah. but that's, that's not the point. That's how it starts. Yep. You're exactly right. So plant the seed. And it's funny that, that you, that you, a couple of those, because that, you know, we'll, we'll talk about ours here in a second. And, and I have that, I had that exact same, that exact same thought, but um, anyway, all right, there's a dog barking in the background. That's fine. It's my beagle, Charles. Everything's fine. We're not being broken into. Everything's good. Everything is safe. I am safe. I am calm. I am relaxed. <laughs> See? See how I did that? Take no, baby. Beautiful. Um, so anyway, hyper successful people, they all do it. Do a little research. Um, from Bill Gates to Rob Deerdeck to Tony Robbins to uh, somebody from Shark Tank, Mark Cuban, all of them do these affirmations, say this stuff out loud. So ours, you want to kick it off with what yours are or yeah, with whatever you're comfortable with sharing, not comfortable sharing? One of mine is I am confident and able to handle any obstacle thrown in front of me. Ooh, I like it. Kind of help me like no matter what happens, it's going to be all right, you know? Yeah. That's a big one for me. I like it. Another one is um, I am financially free and able to do what I'm passionate about. Oh, I like it. I like it. That's actually one of my, one of mine. I the I am financially free is one of mine. Is it? That's a good yep. one. Man. That's like my life goal. Straight up. What else? Is that all you got right now? Yeah, that's. Uh... Dude, they're tough, dude. For real, coming up with them is tough because you got to one. You got to know. You got to really be able to sit down and know what you want to do or what you want to be. You know, which is tough. Uh, but it, in my opinion, you don't have to have it all figured out. It can be, you know, I want to figure out my affirmations are whatever, dude. <laughs> Seriously. Um, so one of mine, and it's funny that you mentioned the, 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 you know, I am a life coach thing because, um, my, one of mine, my first one is, um, and I, I still struggling with the wording, but it started as I am a successful life coach. Cause I, you know, I think I'm coming to the realization that that's something I would be so passionate about and, and, and I would really, really love to do. So, um, first of all, coming up with that on my own and, and I, when I say I'm struggling with the wording is successful. I think even when I write it down in the morning and I say it to myself, it's got like a bad connotation because I don't want it. I don't mean it in a way that's like everybody knows me or like I'm famous because yeah. I'm a life coach. It's like know? a blanket statement successful you know it could be a lot of things yeah sure so what i what i mean is like i i just do well at it so like people and maybe it's not even like my job title that's why it's kind of it's kind of open-ended you know if, if if i say that i'm a successful life coach it, it could lead me in the direction of being maybe i'm still doing whatever job i'm doing but people people come to me for for things for advice on things for life coaching even without the title so yeah um successful just means impactful i guess so maybe maybe That's i'll switch it to that word yeah but then the you know you said that a tough part of it is like is like saying it and believing it and like putting it out there and not feeling stupid yeah. so in this whole process of us doing this podcast and and me realizing this is kind of something i want to do um 
you know, I need to, I, we keep talking about this. I need to make like a different profile. I need to be a little bit more, um, you know, m- more of the, the business side of it is of this guy of, of the, the me who does this podcasting this life coaching thing. Yeah. And part of it is I wouldn't, you know, in my description would be aspiring life coach. And I'd be lying if I didn't tell you that there's part of the brain that that's of my brain that says like, well, what are people going to think if you put that on there? Yeah. Right. You know, people are going to be like life coach. Yeah. Right. Like what's yeah, he doing? I, I went to high school with this dude. He thinks he's a fucking life coach now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that, I, that was tough for me to think about. And I still haven't done it obviously because, yeah. um, cause that, that's something. And no matter, I think the reason I'm saying that is no matter what you you're, you're putting down as your affirmation or you're saying and believing it's you, there's got a little, there's a little I, bit of nerve to it. You're a little uh, yeah. cautious. Now that, now that I think about it, cause I, when I made my, entrepreneurial profile and i the title still says striving entrepreneur and the more i think about it i need to change that and just say entrepreneur because i i'm an entrepreneur that's exactly right oh yeah and it doesn't matter if people are like oh he never started a business that's fine yeah they don't know what i mean yeah it's not about anyone else you know this is this is about you this is this is what you want to be this is what you want to do so fucking get after it yep stoicism 101 baby those are all just what people's thoughts about what you're doing mean absolutely nothing. And the nerds can beat it. Nerds can beat it. So that's one of mine. I have, um, I won't say the dollar amount, but I, I copied, uh, Mr. Sturdivant, Kevin, that dude I was talking about. And I have a, um, a dollar amount similar to him. And then my third one is, um, I am a great husband and father. So that that's, it's a little generic just with great. I want to beef it up a little bit, but, um, that's something that, you know, always got to strive to do and can Absolutely. get better at. So there's no end to that one, which is what I like. So writing it down in the morning, you know, and then something happens throughout the day with, with Lucy or with Elliot, I, because I'm writing it down and looking at that, I'm able to control my response a little bit through that lens. I'm able to, you know, if I see my journal sitting on my desk, be like, you know, yeah. make sure I'm being the best because I wrote that down this morning not a liar. It's always in the back of your brain. Yeah. It makes you kind of look at the situation as a whole and and knowing that that's what you aspire to be, um, will help you process any decisions you need to make in order to make the best effort in order to keep that title. Right. Yep. Hell yeah. And what's interesting about the back of my brain is it's like, it's like a couple, I probably say a couple kilometers from the front of my brain because of the size of the Big sheer size, brain. not head size, dude, oh, brain man. size. Oh. So you're coming at me with these shots, man. If, What's um, going on this week? if you brush your teeth left-handed, it'd be even bigger. Probably we're doing this, uh, this video chat on this one. I get your screen is getting all yellow from that hot ass breath. You got breathing on the screen. So <laughs> <laughs> yellow light, bro. It's really tone. Okay. Like my body. So, Anyway, those are um, those are our affirmations. So that that that's good. I like that um, putting them out there for you guys to hear, and hopefully you guys will do this, um, do it too, do the same thing. Um, and I would tell you that we got the vision wall up, um, me and Lucy. So, and then I know you got your vision board. We got affirmations on ours, um, and some other stuff. So we'll post some pictures of that stuff. I'll scribble out all Lucy stuff because she don't want y'all knowing her business. Stay out of her business. But we'll post those up. Um, and cool, man. That's affirmation. 
You want to get in the, a little bit of the framing? Yeah, man. Let's, let's freaking talk framing. Let you kick so, it off. Yeah, I'll take this one. <clears throat> so um, this kind of, if I were to relate it to something, it would be what we were talking about um, when I mentioned, maybe it was a Friday 15 or it was a full episode, I don't remember, where we were talking about what do we do when something bad happens. So like how how do you not overreact and not, you know, let it affect you. So, and the framing, I get this from that Kevin guy too, man. It, he's got a lot of these and this isn't, these aren't like his ideas. He's just, these are things he's collected, tools he's collected. But what framing is, is something happens to you and then you have your reaction. You have the way you would react and the way you would see the situation. Framing is realizing it, the very first part of it is, is being able to stop, take a step back, realize what is happening and how you are t- receiving it, how you're, how you're taking it in, and then change the frame, change the way you're looking at it. So um, his really clear example um, is, is he was like a little kid. He was in the car with his dad and his mom. He was, I don't know, eight, we'll say, I don't remember. He's in the car with his dad and his mom, and his dad kicks him and his mom out of the car. Boom, we're at the corner. You guys get the hell out. I'm going home or whatever because his mom and dad were fighting. Boom, his dad kicks him, his mom and him out of the car. So to a little kid, instantly what that would make you feel is that you're worthless, right? So um, so he had, this, he had this thing for several years where he's like, I just felt worthless. Like my hero threw me out of the car, right? Yeah. And that's just how he internalized it. So he had this feeling of worthlessness. So when he was able to identify that when he was old enough, I feel like I am worthless because of this. This happened. Um, the next step is framing it in a different way. So the other way to look at that situation, not not he did that because I'm worthless. The other way is nothing can stop me. I'm resilient, right? Yeah. My hero kicked me out of the car on the corner, and I'm good. I made it home. I did this and that. I, I went to school. I did boom. You know, I'm I'm semi-successful i have a son of my own i'm nothing can stop me so rather than let that looking in that situation through a lens that makes you feel shitty or or you know is negative in any way it's turned into this thing that propels him in the right direction so i mean feel free to think about any situation you got that does that but i mean on a daily basis you can do that any little thing that you know I'm, i'm um you know, there, there are a million, you're in a, you're in a meeting and, or somebody you're in a meeting and it, it goes really bad and, and you didn't perform at your best or you, let's just go back to presentations, right? You give a presentation and it wasn't the best. You didn't do your best work. You're like, man, I, I was really kind of, I use a lot of filler words. I was stuttering up there. It wasn't my best. Um, rather than saying those things, take a step back and realize, man, I'm really talking down to myself about this. Right. The, the other way to look at it is, I got up there and I tried real hard. Yeah. Could I have done better? Absolutely. But I got up there and I tried super hard. And here's what I'm going to work on. But I go for things. I'm the guy who just tries. You know, I'm the guy who puts myself out there to get better. Once you, you're looking at, at it through that lens rather than the, oh, I suck this time lens, changes everything. Yeah. I, I think to me this, this means it's, it's almost like putting it's, – it's perspective. You know, it's yep. the same thing. Um, perspective on the things that surround you and, and things that are happening and just a simple word change can change 
um, the frame, right? So people say, or people don't say we, we killed our dog. They say we put her to sleep. You know what I mean? Kill and sleep. Like that's totally different. Interesting. And then, uh, <clears throat> like it just brings your, your awareness into where you're not relying on the autopilot, your fight or flight, you yeah. know, and you're able to kick it in the manual gear and take back control of, of what's happening. You know, you can go frame shopping and see out your, you know, lay out the path of solutions in front of you before you go acting on it. You know, something. you say go frame shopping, boy. Okay. Frame shopping, Dang. Well, I like that. Like, just like people would, um, there's a couple examples that I found. Uh, so like, even like if you're shopping for food, like this, the marketing does this all the time. So most people would pick uh, a package labeled of meat, 80% lean over the label that says 20% fat. You know what I mean? It's the same thing, but yep. which would you pick, right? <laughs> Absolutely. So, I had a genius behind this. You know, the, the first, um, when, I click, when I clicked on this article I found um, in Psychology Today, I, the first uh, paragraph really, really caught my attention, man. So I'll just, I'll just read it real quick and you'll get the, everyone will get the, the idea behind it. You can read? So a little bit. <clears throat> that left hand, bro, got my reading. <laughs> oh, reading with your left eye? <laughs> <laughs> but um, all right, we'll, we'll just say I'm talking to you, right? So I'm going to offer you a deal. I'll give you a te- technological invention, a breakthrough that will increase the country's wealth make us more efficient, more productive, and make our lives much more fun. The only thing I want from you in return is that you let me swoop in every year and take 40,000 people at random and kill them. Do you take the deal? Oh, hell no. Well, you said no, but it's a bit too late because that's, that's already, you've already taken that deal. It's your car. You have a car, right? Yeah. So that kind of ties it in like, now that's perspective like cars kill people exactly oh interesting but, but if you were to like um the way, the way he's saying it is you know i'm giving you all these solutions right yeah so little did you know that i mean cars are like one of the leading killing things yeah technologically in, a, in america perspective it's all about how you look at it yeah so, so are you Wait. willing to give up your car knowing that probably not no. No, hell no. I'm not walking, bro. You seen you seen these legs? I mean, they're toned, but they're not like bulky. I'm not like. Really... <laughs> it just goes to show, man. If the uh, the more you put things in perspective, and you can see, there's there's always another side of the coin. Sometimes more than two sides, you know. Yeah, the the point to drive home with this framing thing is you. It's not. You I see know, what you did there. Drive home. Hey, oh, I tie it all together like a twist tie, like a like a Boy Scout with the, uh, you know, I was a Cub Scout, but then I quit because I came in second place in the uh, little roller car derby because my wheel was pine rubbing. wood. Oh, pine, pine wood. wood. Yep. Cody Harkless beat me because my wheel was rubbing. It was so cool. Anyway, framing. So the anyway, the point to drive home with this is you. Um, you know, you can think of all these really big examples, like, you know, like, like we just talked about, like you said, with, uh, in marketing, because it happens all the time. But what's important is you can do it every day with every single thing that's bad that happens to you. Literally, I mean, you know what I mean? Any single thing, I, I got a flat tire, right? And then you fix your flat tire, and, and then you get to work and you're like, like, that kind of stuff always happens to me. I always get flat tires. I just have that kind of luck. 
Right. Well, well, why, why are you, why are you looking at it like that? Why aren't you looking at it like, I have a car to drive first and foremost. I got a flat tire, and I was able to fix it and still get to work. Yeah. Look at me. I have the resources where I can fix a flat and get to work. Right. That is dope. Rather than I, oh my god, my luck. Uh, uh. That's it, man. You know, you're a product of of how you think, and and you can't think that everyone thinks like you either, because that's not going to get you anywhere. Everyone has their own. Like, uh, for example, when you when you hear a song, it makes you recall things and you feel a certain way. And then you know, I hear the same song; it may not mean as much to me. You know, that holds true with just about anything that happens in people's lives. You know, people have connections with things that you may not understand, and you have to consider that. You know, that's, they have their own frames to work around, you know, so you have to consider that in your framework because we'd be working in frames and stuff, man. You'd be hanging pictures, put them in a different frame. And then once your frame has, then, then with your frame is frame, then you get framed. And then you, then you locked up and you're in prison doing 10 to 20. Nope. That's nowhere for me to be. Not with this body. Mm -mm. Um, so that that's uh that's it, man. That's it for this week. I think that's pretty solid stuff. So, um, talked about the books, affirmations, framing. We're gonna post our vision boards, um, uh, for everybody to take a peek at. And again, thanks everybody for listening. Everybody that's like listening, commenting, especially the people that are sharing and liking and actually giving reviews. That's really cool. People are like rating the podcast, giving reviews. That is awesome. Um, appreciate all of you. Thanks for taking this little neat little journey with us. We're all just trying to get a little bit better and, um, we're not pros at this stuff by any means, but we're working on it. So thanks to everybody. You got any closing thoughts, Andy? No, I just definitely really appreciate the support and, uh, the listens, you know, we're over, over 500 or so downloads so far. I mean, that's not big numbers, but we're on average about 50, 50 listens per episode. So we want to keep growing that. So you know I what? Think- Considering we were doing this anyway and nobody was listening to it but us. Yeah. That's pretty that's, good. That's so bad. I got it on repeat while I sleep. That's how I get all the views. And <laughs> think about it. If, if like we never started doing this, you'd still be brushing your teeth really good. Yeah, but now I have a bigger brain. So that's cool. And my memory is better debatable uh (laughs) so that's all i got man thanks everybody um keep listening keep checking it out keep giving us feedback and uh until next time grow your brain a little bit that's it stay productive and get shit done